all good. Welcome back to another episode of Say Something Interesting here at East Lake Tri Cities. Um, we are in a new normal here. We are recording um, virtually. I am here in my kitchen, and Brent is in his living room or upstairs living room. Upstairs, man. Yeah, on the couch, just uh, hanging with my dogs and doing the things. So yes, and I'm in my kitchen. We're we're I'm, living. The I'm cold. tired of Netflix already. I'm tired of Netflix. I'm tired. There's nothing oh, on HBO. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm. I'm <laughs> It's going to be a long, yeah. long ride we, here. But. And here at East Lake we just had our first, um, our team did an excellent job. Um, Brent was saying that they were up until like 3 a.m. getting um, all everything ready for our first live um, stream on Sunday. And it was great. We were able to watch in our living room together for like 10 minutes. And then we had to switch to the computer because we have children, but we were still able to like kind of get the feel of doing church together. So it was great. Yeah, we we filmed it like I know we could have filmed that anywhere. We could have filmed it on a couch uh, or in a living room. Mm-hmm. We went onto the we went to the theater and did it from the stage. Me sitting in my typical chair with the TV, tried to create a sense of normalcy um, in a world mm-hmm. where everything's not normal. We're trying to figure mm-hmm. out how do we incorporate some of that back into it. So we don't, we have no idea the numbers uh, of people that tuned in. I know. We, we uh, unfortunately we did it like embedded it through a website with through our website, our website which is easier for people to access and use than actually going to the mm-hmm. Vimeo site. But if you don't actually go to the Vimeo site, then it doesn't track the numbers for I us. I know. Anyway, Alex, so Alex, of whatever, course, but. we upload and Alex is like, there's only two people watching. I'm like, no, I think that's just who's <laughs> uploading to Vimeo because you can see while you're watching too. Right, right. Who cares? That's, that's what we were worried about too. We we're like, man, only four <laughs> people like we're watching this thing. And then we got like so many emails from people. We're like, no, okay, so clearly we- more than four are watching it. Uh, yes. Then we figured no. out unless they clicked on Vimeo and went to that site and were like logged in, we don't really know who it mm-hmm. is. And that's like, we're not going to expect people to do that. And we don't need the ego push to be like, we had 400 right. people watching them. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a great way um, to, I had two people reach out. I quickly posted it. I broke my Lent um, and got on Instagram because I wanted to post uh, the live stream. And I had a few friends that reached out and said, oh, can I have that link? And they don't go to East Lake. So it's a great time to, share it with a friend too, just to have, you know, it is a super weird time for everyone. And to have some normalcy and someone speak into what this life is right now is really important. Yeah. We, uh, Kylie and I decided uh, to break our Lent as well. She told me about it last night and I was like, yeah, I think that's probably no social media. And it just feels like, I mean, it was nice. I, I feel like I was kind of uh, behind on the uh, epidemia or the whatever mm-hmm. of it, you know, in terms of like not really stockpiling anything. <laughs> um, right. Maybe that's good or bad. I don't know. But uh, but we decided last night, yeah, just for the sake of connecting with people and everything else, totally. uh, probably probably need to make that happen. We did go to Costco last night just randomly uh, <clears> on <throat> the evening. I had, I had seen kind of the lines out the door for a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And uh, we had, there was a couple items that like our kids love like their granola bars and we've tried to buy other ones and it just doesn't work you know like these are the ones yeah. I like you know what I mean so we went and while we were there we happened to be back near the milk section and I, we, we saw like a mad rush of people towards the back left corner of the store uh, even workers like with their name tags on everybody's grabbing and they're going uh, they're saying one one per membership one per membership and then everybody's uh. gone for they had just delivered some toilet paper and we were like we weren't even like uh, we were we were to the point where we were like, do we have enough at home? I think we do, but let's That's just grab where we were. Why not? Yes. You know what I mean? 
Who knows? Yeah. No, totally. Um, I wasn't like Alex packing Ma- my cart full of it. I really did respect no. the one for membership rule. But anyways, yeah. we're good. I, know. I think, I feel I think like we're good we're, for like a month and a half now. We're in like the worst. Washington State, I saw, I sent an email out to my kids and we have this like graph and we're by ourselves. So there's like countries. And then there's Washington State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so I know there's zero still in our in our county. Yeah. Both of our counties, like our so, much, far, uh, fourth, so most, far. fourth most populated area, metropolitan area in the in the in the state. And uh, yes. they are treating somebody at Cadillac, but it was a guy who caught it somewhere else, and they should yeah. be here. Um, so, yeah. anyways, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a uh, it's a bit crazy yeah. out there. Uh, yeah, I, but. Uh, Yes, I was going to say Brent spoke on um, take and eat. I thought it was actually kind of um, ironic that it's talking about reading the Bible and what better time do we have? I mean, truthfully, it's kind of like tongue in cheek, but truthfully, like we do have more time to dig into the Bible now because we don't have, I mean, you're going to be, it's six weeks here in Tri-Cities of no school. So you do have more time to intentionally think about how you spend your time. So I was like, what a interesting time for that to be our series yeah and not just scripture although yeah i I do think it'd be a great time to do that but like all of these things like even even as a staff i was just talking with andrew um we're looking at like well what do we what does he do in this theater operations thing because every event for the next three weeks is canceled which is understandable Mm -hmm. um that's like 75% 75% of his role is event management. And, you know, I mean, there's going to be emails and deposits and everything else that's going to be involved in that. But like, what else do we do? And I was like, honestly, there's like uh, a bunch of different things around the theater that we'd be like, Hey, we'd love to do this someday. And it's always busy. We're always busy. So now we get to like maybe potentially paint an elementary room that we never have been able to do. Cause it's always being used, you know? Right. Or, uh, I don't know, different projects. So it's just a change. It's a, a chance to kind of reevaluate. So what, what's, uh, what's something I could do now that in the hustle and bustle of like everyday life, I could just never get to. And, and part of that's going to mm-hmm. be, yeah, hopefully it is going to be reading. It's going to be movies. It's going to be something that's going to be something isolating. Obviously it's not going to be like, I, I've always wanted to, you know, go to a concert with my friends. Uh, well, that's not happening. So uh, <laughs> right. other things, you know, but but families are having more time than they and, and like for people that already stay at home like for me I'm not have seen that much change in my daily life like I'm still at home with my kids like it's still the same but for kid people that have yeah. they work and now their kids are at home or what that might look like we have um some you can watch the East Lake kids videos too with your kids if you have kids that stuff you can do there's some extra yeah. things that will be thrown out this week too. The curriculum company that we subscribe to offered those online. Typically, we can't post those because, you know, copyright issues and we can show them live on location, but not there. And they made the exception to be like, hey, we understand the situation. Go ahead and do whatever you need to do. So that's generous of them. And uh, that just reflects like, you know, an overall. The interesting thing about the whole deal is it's not, you know, it's not a specific area that's been affected. Like when the tornado came through Nashville, like I feel bad that it happened. Like I see the videos, I see all the stuff. But I live in Tri-Cities, man. We haven't had a tornado ever, right? Like, I we are able to kind of be like, wow, that was that's terrible for them, and not really take it uh, for us. And and that happens every year. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always something somewhere, and that's why we watch and read it. Eventually, someday it's probably going to be our area and not other places. There's no sympathy, and 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 there's just like you know, you you feel kind of isolated in that way. This is a unique situation because the entire world, the entire world, not just the U.S., the entire world, the whole world, trying to like throw their best and the brightest at this thing, right? You just right. read the other night about how 
like there's this German pharmaceutical company that's, you know, getting closer and closer to a virus and Trump wants to get it first and all this kind of stuff. And whether or not the Paul, I'm not talking about the politics involved in that, but the crazy thing about it is everything, you know, everybody is, is throwing their best and the brightest at this thing. And so I, I there's, that's hope for me. That That's a, a sense of, um, I, I have a, I live with the hope that this is going to be over sooner than later. And, and hopefully this was overblown and not from a, told you so standpoint i think everybody wants it to be over sooner than totally. later nobody's like you know no i really want this to drag on for months and months and we got to do everything we can mm-hmm. everybody's like we're going to do this because we're trying to flatten the curve and trying to do the thing um but yeah. uh you know we're not going to politicize this we're going to take this for what it is and and really try and come up with a solution because there's a lot of people who could uh get uh you know it, it affects unfortunately the the less fortunate and the, the, the uh people who are most vulnerable at, at this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, I love that. Right. Watch, uh, you can always look at someone morning. Totally. I mean, everybody, everybody's doing this stuff online. Um, I watched a pastor on Sunday talk specifically about this and saying, Hey, we're, we're not being fearful. We're not living in fear. We're just trying to be responsible. And that was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's what we're trying to do. So. And in this time, I, I feel like we, with the information we're able to hear like second by second by second, I lived through, lived through, everyone lived through it. If you're, um, are around our age of swine flu when I lived at WSU and my roommate got sick and she was quarantined and we were quarantined, but like, it wasn't a big deal. They just said, Hey, don't go anywhere for two to three days. Like, here's the deal. Um, but we hear information so quickly now that I think the fear is, can be way quicker. I I'm one of those people. Like I have to like intentionally like put my phone down, like stop watching the news, like live in the present. And I think those are practices that like are good outside of like epidemics or pandemics. Um, but we see it right now. We have the opportunity to like reevaluate how we, how we take in fear and how we can, um, adapt to that, especially as Christians. Like how do we look at it in a faith perspective of like, okay, this is happening. How can I react to it in a way that I'm honoring my faith? Yeah. And unfortunately I feel like the the news, like it feels like every 24 hours we're getting something. So it's not like yeah. you get, you know, like sometimes you'd rather just get all the news at once and then have stability right. for like three days. So like, I was just saying, Alex, Alex does that. He looks at his phone in the morning and at night. And so like, I was asking him all about stuff throughout the day and magically he was less stressed than I was because he had only looked at it once. <laughs> and then at night yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's a good practice to take yeah. in. <laughs> I wonder how, how you know how much our news cycle and the way that we receive news with this constant inundation with it is affecting the epidemia or yeah. the epidemic mm-hmm. nature of it because we're like I want up to the minute numbers I want up to the minute you know instead of this yeah. like hey today here's the news tomorrow here's, you know yes. here's the news you get it in this one dose I wonder how how much of that's affected by it because it does feel like everything's changing like in 24 mm-hmm. hours like you know right <laughs> last it's night nuts. at 10 o'clock we find out that all of the restaurants and bars are going to be closed like starting today right. you know and you're like yeah. holy cow like man we just got we just got notified that schools were going to cancel mm-hmm. for eight weeks like i know yeah. that they're trying to do their best like i understand it but it's like if that was on the radar like just give it to me all at once and then let me right. deal with it for like 72 hours totally. and resolve it instead of like i heal up and then i rip the band-aid off again you know what i mean Hey, I'd love to yeah. hear it from your side of things with the teacher stuff. Cause all right, we've mm-hmm. got a lot of schools now for uh, for six weeks. You, yeah. uh, you have been a teacher, you've been, you studied for, you know, school administration stuff, got your mm-hmm. advanced degree or whatever in that. 
and now you're uh, like currently doing the whole stay at mom, stay home mom thing with two kids. You've been on like all three. You've been a teacher, you've been admin, and now you're stay at home mom. Right. I, I mean, wh- what like, is what are you going through? What because uh, what are you going through at this point? Well, and and like super part time, I have a few students that learn math online, and so they ha- they aren't changing. Their lives aren't changing. They still like do online school. Um, That's right. Sister- I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, but but my sister-in-law and mother-in-law both teach and my dad's a school superintendent. So I kind of still have I'm still in the mix of everything and for my dad it's super stressful because he has all these employees that he's like worried about making sure they get paid. So there's that. But for kids and teachers it's just scary. It's like they're so normal. It's it's I'm sure kids were super upset. Like it, it's weird for them. So I've seen a ton of stuff online of like how to talk to your kids about it and all of that. But for a teacher, it reminds me honestly of the strike though in Pasco. Cause we had, as a teacher, you had no control over like day to day, but at least, but this is different that for six weeks, like you are not doing anything for six weeks. Like at least with the strike was like, Oh, there was like, Oh, maybe we could go back tomorrow. Oh, maybe we could go back. And if you don't basically enter cities, there was a strike. Yeah. Go go ahead. No, that's what I was that's what I was thinking about it with this whole thing. Like, they're like, well, we don't want to do, we don't want to do two weeks and then perhaps, you know, uh, start it back, you know, and then, and then have to do another two weeks and have to do another two weeks. But in my mind, I was like, I think that's better than this six weeks that like feels yeah. like that feels insurmountable. <laughs> I did. I did like read it. May at that point. And then at that point, I like, know. What do you even like? What do you do? Yeah. What do you come I, did, I did read in some of the stuff that they sent out. I think they're leaving some hope to go back. They're just not saying that because it said, it said in some documentations, like potentially if school is going on, it's not going on through April, this is what's going on. So I think they're saying six weeks with the potential that they could maybe, I mean, I have no idea. I just Don't you think, build up that hope in me, Mallory. Don't you build up that I know, hope. I know. Because it would be the end of April. It, I don't know. It's just because, insane because to think. Crying moms listening to this podcast <laughs> right now. Yeah. I don't have any of the insight with the district, whatever, state superintendent. Hey, so you, you do uh, actively teach online uh, kids, uh, not like tutoring. You're like doing teaching for them with math and stuff and yeah. everything. Talk mm-hmm. about like learning online for these kids via video. Is it effective? Is it, I mean, uh, yes, I think all of my kids have specific lifestyles that it fits for them, whether okay. they travel a lot, whether traditional school just didn't work out well for them. Um, or, um, they're athletes. They like have to, like, I have a whole crew of gymnastics girls that like, they do school together, like on the computer. Um, so I think, and like, we have Amy Snyder who does homeschool, um, with her kids and it works for them. I think it's like one of those things that like, it works for them. And like, I had a parent reach out that I tutored her daughter a long time ago. She's like, we need something for six weeks. Can she do a course online? I think for most kids, it works for a short period of time. And then we have our like special little crew of kids that like, it's, it's their thing. Like they are in it for the long haul, but most kids it's like, Hey, I need this for like a year. Like I need a change for like a year and something else. So I don't know, like I have a lot of students that end up going back to traditional school. It's not something they can do forever. It's something they need for a time being. Yeah. But that, that could mm-hmm. be encouraging for somebody who this is now like, I mean, I don't know what it looks like for the next couple of weeks, but it, perhaps they go, all right, teachers, the best way that you can still 
keep working is what because that's the line that they use during this time is figure out how to take some of this yeah. online. And if parents are like, I don't even know if that's effective, I think it'd be good to hear. No, oh. it can be, especially oh, for limited yes. amounts of time. You know what I mean? Oh, and like kids are resilient. Like kids, I ninety percent of the time, my kids, I'm like, uh, here's a new program you have to use. They're like, yeah, I got it, I understand. Like I more often and like being taught the technology from them, like the kids will get the technology. They'll understand it. They'll, they're so much more resilient. I think than we give kids credit for like, they get it. They understand that it's weird and they still want to learn. Like kids are still going to want to like, whether it be be taught by mom or being taught by a computer, like they're still going to crave the learning. And I think it's more just kind of trying to find options of what works for your kid, whether that is, you know, you finding activities for them and setting them out or helping them find activities via online learning. So I think there is so much hope in the learning part of it. I think it's just kind of, I've seen a lot of people like post schedules and like trying to keep it normal. I think that'd be my best advice of like, try to keep a normal day for your kids and for your sanity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Kylie immediately sat down and came up with a Monday through Thursday school schedule, homeschool schedule. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the time frame that it, that's working. And ironically, one of our best friends uh, messaged me and said, good luck. I've never known a homeschool student who's came out normal. And he said that tongue in cheek <laughs> because I was homeschooled, uh, obviously. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Up through up through uh, junior high, I was uh, my mom got me at home, so uh, it was it was it was funny, obviously. And given you know. given your mom now has a doctorate, so I'll give yeah, her yeah. that one. So I, I learned from a doctor. I mean, good yeah, grief. people would pay a lot of money so. to go to that kind of school. But mm-hmm. I just think during this yeah. time, it's just important that we stay connected to each other, and we're here at East Lake. We're like trying a bunch of different things. Um, to find out ways that we can continue to connect with each other, even in this kind of isolated time that we're going through. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, if there's anything specific that we can do, if you're listening to this podcast and, and yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I don't have any extra toilet paper for you. I mean, I have a, like maybe a roll or something, but <laughs> just kidding. Right. you know what I mean? Uh, we, uh, we, we definitely love to help out. We, we are actively trying to talk through ideas while keeping in mind um, you know, the changing situations of, of where things are at. Cause we're like, well, let's just open the doors for, you know, this. And then we're like, well, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Right. You know? So, uh, it's, yeah. it's not easy and, uh, we're, we're just plugging away on it. We'll continue to do, uh, our teaching series the same way. Um, we actually, I, I talked with it this morning. We've got a guest speaker coming in this weekend. Um, Jeffrey oh, Chamberlain cool. is going to be speaking. Um, oh, so awesome. young life banquet, which I was a part of on Thursday night that Mallory was like, the mastermind behind is that true? Oh gosh, you're, um, you're the I, only one who communicated with me. I don't even. I, I thought it was oh, you. It might have been yeah, else, well, but. I was. I was in charge of table hosts, so that's uh, why. Okay. I, yeah, so you were a table host, and um, yeah, we have. I mean, lots of cool stuff going on at Young Life right now. So that's awesome. Jeffrey will be speaking, and he's about to have a baby too. So that's they awesome. Are. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the young life in general is kind of going through, and this is a transition period for all of them right now with, uh, Steve leaving and Jeffrey stepping up and Troy coming on. So yeah. it'd it'd be fun to hear from him, kind of his thoughts. And I I told him, dude, please like take some time and give us an update on this. You guys are one of our most significant wear love initiatives that we do. So don't feel like you're just 
you know, not able to talk about Young Life while you're doing this, we'd, we'd love to hear your vision on it. So, oh, that's um, awesome. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully, it takes me up on it. We'll see. But yeah, I, oh, that's I, great. I know he's doing the live stream this weekend. He's yeah, doing the live. He was super nervous about it because he's like, uh, I'm, like when I preach, you know, it's usually he's he's definitely more of a, a preacher than me. He's totally. about well, how, how tall is Jeffrey? Jeffrey's a big guy. He's probably six, at least four. Something yeah, like that. yeah, and, and super big... extroverted. Uh, yeah, he's told. I mean, takes on the by the crowd, like gets um, energy from his, the people that he's speaking to. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, like the most gospel preacher we're probably going to have at Eastlake, <laughs> and I don't know how long. So it is going to be interesting. The one who wants probably the most feedback from like a crowd standpoint is going to be into an empty room, which he's like. <laughs> dude, you're expecting me to like sit in a chair and talk to a video camera. Like that is not yep. me. And I was like, I know, man, I know. But like considering the circumstances, I don't have much else for you. And he's like, I'm going to do it. Cause it's going to be stretching for me. So, um, anyway, yeah. it should be fun. It should be a good deal. He's going to do a standalone awesome. message. Uh, and then the following week, we're going to start a brand new series kind of leading up to Easter, um, called a religion of nobodies. So that's the plan for the next couple of weeks. We'll continue to do the live stream stuff on there. Um, Sunday's talk, I, you know, I, I don't know that there's much major, I, the, the most thing I wanted to talk about with you is just kind of hearing your perspective on this and, you know, letting people mm-hmm. kind of know glimpse uh, behind the curtains of where we're at and how we're dealing with all of this stuff. Um, yeah. so, okay. um, yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's jump to our something interesting. Do you got something interesting okay. for us now? Do you want to, I do. I do. It's not, I'm sure a lot of parents that are listening have heard something similar to this. Here, Ken. Sorry, my little toddler needs something. She doesn't think it's very interesting. Um, okay. Um, is called Busy Toddler. It is a great. She is has a blog and an Instagram, and she has the cheapest, like, easy activities you can do for your kid. Um, and she's stays at home with her three kids. They're under five, so um, it's a great resource right now for moms. Um, or dads or who's ever at home. I think it'd be great if a dad is home, easy activities to like lay out for someone that's watching your kids too. Um, so that is just, she, um, is a great resource. She used to be a teacher too. Is it busytoddler.com? Is that where you find them? Yes. It's busytoddler.com or on Instagram. Her, um, her handle is busytoddler. Okay, cool. Awesome. Mine is a, uh, a, Part of a book, an article or whatever, um, a letter that uh, C.S. Lewis wrote um, back in one of his collections of essays, um, and it's called On Living in an Atomic Age. Uh, The Mm -hmm. actual essay is fantastic. Um, I'll send a link to kind of the first part of it, or if I can find it, it might be in public domain now at this point, because it's that old. Um, But what I'll also send a link to is uh, a video of a guy who does these things called C.S. Lewis Doodles where he takes some of his Ooh. writings and they are like a little bit like uh, a little deep in terms of intellectualism or whatever. Um, he does like this artwork stuff that goes along with it, which I think makes it easier to understand. And uh, I, I loved it because he's talking about life in an atomic age. They lived in a period where they, they lived in fear of the atomic bomb in post-World War II stuff. And uh, you, you'll have to kind of translate it to not, atomic age but like covid age <laughs> a little bit but i think the uh some of the the learnings and the messages are still as relevant and uh, uh so I, I highly recommend listening to it and uh oh hey buddy how you doing Kate came on for the last bit and Kate's we just want to say too 
Thanks for, I'm, the audio is probably not going to be as um, great as it typically is, but we're going to kind of um, monitor it and see how, do better every time and do the best that we can um, with all that's going on. Yeah, I, Kylie and I watched John Oliver last night on, uh, oh, like nice. last, last week tonight, and he did it in front of a white screen with no crowd. And uh. the, joke, the jokes were like, uh, I mean, you know, like, oh man, <laughs> I'm sure with a live audience that would have gone really well, but it was so awkward. And uh. I think like for this first week, things are going to be like, oh, that's awkward. That's so weird. And then I think yeah. after a week, either we adjust to figure out what's not awkward in this new new normal, uh, or people just get used to it and we'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to either of those two things happening, and uh, we'll go definitely. from there. But anyways, definitely. yeah, I appreciate you guys putting up with uh, a, a little bit of a different topic. Now, thanks for making it happen. I know you got your hands yeah. full uh, with two um, kiddos and, and all the things. Um, so I do appreciate it. Thanks for letting me stay at home. Absolutely. <laughs> stay safe. Yeah. and. Keep washing those hands, everybody, and we will yeah, see definitely. you on Sunday online at 10 a.m. So we tried to do, we tried to meet yes. both of the needs of the 9:30 and the 11 people. So meet the happy middle. Um, so 10 o'clock uh, live stream, and then it's always available after the live stream ends. It takes like about 15, 20 minutes to upload, uh, and then it's available at eastlaketrustedy.com/live. Uh, to kind of follow up if you did not were not able to catch it live by then. Anyways, Definitely. I think that'll do it for us at the Say Something Interesting podcast. Have a great week, guys. Hopefully lots of good news headed your way. And I'm yes, confident definitely. that the weather is turning better for us because the snow yes. is just the icing on the cake and oh, did not need to be there. <laughs> so uh, anyways, support your local businesses. Uh, stay, uh, stay home, but also like figure out a way to, uh, if you're doing the food thing and, you know, curbside pickup or something, uh, make those yep. things happen when you do it, try to think local. So, yep. Definitely. Right. See you guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye.